welcome to the third episode of Sports Cube. I'm your host, Daniel Shalom, bringing you the latest in the sports world. It's been another hectic few days in the world of sports, as today we bring you a preview of the MLB season, a coronavirus update from the NBA, NFL offseason moves, Tom Brady's new home, and a brand new segment comes to the show. All of this and much more coming your way right after this. While baseball might not be being played for a couple of months, we can still look ahead and see who's going to be the favorites for this 162-game season. We move over to two New York teams, the Mets and the Yankees, who have exciting things to look forward to this season. The Yankees have the addition of ace Garrett Cole, which adds a lot of strength to the starting pitching staff, which struggled in the playoffs last season with the lack of depth as they heavily relied on their bullpen. This might be the missing key for the Yankees, which would allow them to finally move past the ALCS, where they have been stopped by the Houston Astros in 2017 and 2019. The Bombers do lose starting pitcher Luis Severino to Tommy John surgery, but earn back third baseman Miguel Andujar and left fielder Giancarlo Stanton, both power hitters. The Yankees, led by young guns like shortstop Glaber Torres, right fielder Aaron Judge, and third baseman Gio Rochella, see them as if they have a promising season ahead of them and a weak AL East, with the only real threat being the Tampa Bay Rays after Boston traded away Mookie Betts and starting pitcher David Price. We'll see how the season progresses for the Bombers, as Sports Illustrated has already predicted them to win their first World Series since 2009. As for their crosstown rivals, the Mets, their former manager Carlos Beltran got fired after after his role in the Astros' sign-stealing scheme. New York turned to Lucas Rojas, who is the son of legendary baseball player Felipe Alou, who had been in coaching since 2007. Even though Rojas's name might not be that well-known, he seems ready to turn the Mets out of their rebuild and bring a winning culture to the club that hasn't been seen since 2015 when the Mets reached the World Series. The Mets are led by star first baseman Pete Alonzo, who won the home run derby last year and proved his power to the league. The Mets improved their pitching staff by signing righty and former Yankee Dellen Batanzas and righties Rick Porcello and Michael Waka, along with center fielder Jake Marisnik. It's going to be an interesting to see how the club pans out under new management, but Sports Illustrated gave the Mets playoff hopes as it predicted they would sneak into the wild card and win it as well, but then fall to the Dodgers in the NLDS, who have recently acquired their star center fielder, Mookie Betts and starter David Price from the Boston Red Sox. They are looking like the superpower in the NL to make it back to the World Series once again and hope to finally win the World Series after making it multiple times throughout the past four years. And that was your MLB preview, a new segment coming your way right after this. Before this, let me tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app in the App Store or go to anchor.com to get started. 
The new segment to the show is This Day in Sports. And on March 19th, 2015, five years ago today, in the Champions League, Lionel Messi would pull a nasty move against Manchester City defender James Milner, Nutmeg Milner, who would lose his balance and then fall right to the ground. I think that Messi could probably pull us against anybody, anywhere. Barca would go on to win the match 3-1 to on aggregate and advance out of the round of 16 and would eventually go on to beat Juventus in the final 3-1 to and win the UEFA Champions League in 2015. Some NFL news coming right up. And now before we go to Tom Brady, Joe Stapala is back by popular demand for your NFL news break. Yay! The NFL offseason is heating up. Are the Dolphins going to make a legit run at the AFC East? Are the Bills Super Bowl caliber? And is the AFC West the most competitive division in the league? The Dolphins were 5-11 last season, but could the Dolphins double that this year? The Dolphins really tried bolstering their team during free agency. Their biggest signing, former Cowboys corner Byron Jones, who signed a massive five-year, $82.5 million deal. He's a strong fit in coach Brian Flores' defense that played man coverage on 61% of the snaps last season, fourth most in the NFL. With the addition of Byron Jones, the Dolphins have two of the better corners in the league, with Xavier Howard on the other side. The Dolphins also signed former Patriots linebacker Kyle Van Noy to a four-year $51 million deal. His versatility will be used at both linebacker and edge rusher. The Dolphins also signed two defensive ends, Emmanuel Logba and Shaq Lawson, to bolster their defense even more. The Dolphins will try and get both defensive ends back on track as they have not lived up to their expectation. On the offensive side of the ball, the Dolphins signed running back Jordan Howard to be their true number one. They finally get a dependable running back who could still produce as he has the third most rushing yards and seventh most rushing touchdowns since 2016. If the Dolphins add a quarterback like Tua Tagovailoa or Justin Herbert through the draft, I wouldn't see why they wouldn't be able to make to make it back to the playoffs in a weak AFC East with the only real threat being the Buffalo Bills. Speaking of the Bills, the Bills could seriously be a threat to win the Super Bowl this year. The Bills made a trade to get star wideout Stefan Diggs from the Minnesota Vikings in a blockbuster trade. The Bills send a 1st, 5th, and 6th in this year's draft and a 4th for the 2021 draft for Stefan Diggs and a 7th round pick this year. The Bills might have overpaid for Diggs, but they get, a, they get a star caliber receiver to add to their growing offense with John Brown, Frank Gore, 2021 rookie Dev, Devin Singletary, and Josh Allen at quarterback. The Bills also added to the already potent defense by adding defensive tackle Vernon Butler to play next to... 2019 first-round pick, Ed, Ed Oliver, adding defensive end Mario Addison after the loss of Shaq Lawson to the Dolphins, also adding ultra-reliable linebacker A.J. Klein to replace the recently retired Lorenzo Alexander. Another key signing for the Bills was agreeing on a deal with cornerback Josh Norman, who will likely start across from Tredavious White. With the championship-caliber defense and improving offense, the sky's the limit for the Bills this year. Going across the United States to the AFC West, I believe the AFC West will be the most competitive division in the league. The Raiders are making big moves as they add seven guys to their already to their roster, trying to be competitive as they went seven and nine last season. The Raiders linebacking core is new and improved with Nick Kwiatkowski and Corey Littleton. Corey Littleton is a guy known for ranging from sideline to sideline. Some other moves 
made from the Raiders was tight end Jason Witten, defensive end, defensive tackle Malik Collins, and adding safety Jeff Heath, and defensive end Carl Nassib, who you might remember from the show Hard Knocks when he played for the Browns last training camp before being signed by the Buccaneers. These signings aren't flashy by any means, but the players could be very effective in a very creative team run by coach John Gruden and general manager Mike Mayock. Now, the Super Bowl champion Chiefs haven't made any big moves so far this offseason, but they have franchise tag Chris Jones and brought back Damian Williams on a club option. The Chiefs did lose a key member of their secondary, though, losing corner Kendall Fuller to the Washington Redskins. Even with that loss in the secondary, the Chiefs should continue to be a Super Bowl threat each year. Moving on, moving on to the Denver Broncos, the Broncos got corner A.J. Boye in a trade with the Jaguars. This move will bolster their secondary as they also franchise-tagged underrated safety Justin Simmons. The Broncos also got ultra-reliable offensive lineman Graham Glasnow in free agency. He brings versatility as he plays both guard and center. The Broncos also traded for one of their top needs, defensive line, as they get star defensive lineman Jarrell Casey in exchange for a seventh-round pick. This trade is a steal for the Broncos as he is a five-time Pro Bowler and is only 30 years old. The Broncos also have young QB, Drew Locke, who came onto the scene last year with 1,020 yards and a 7-3 touchdown ratio, touchdown-to-interception ratio in just five games. He will start at QB this year with good wideout Cortland Sutton as his main weapon. The Broncos are likely to get a receiver in the draft. A few names linked to them are Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Justin Jefferson, and Jalen Rieger. Last team we'll be talking about is the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers got help on their offensive line, trading with Carolina to get guard Trey Turner. They also got tackle Brian Balaga. The Chargers also beefed up their defense, signing defensive tackle Linval Joseph and cornerback Chris Harris Jr. to add to an already good secondary, including players like Nasir Adderley, Casey Hayward, Derwin James, and now Chris Harris Jr., the number one concern for the Chargers is their quarterback situation. The Chargers announced they will be they will be sticking with journeyman Tyrod Taylor. Any team in the AFC West has a chance to be top of the division this year. And only time will tell what team that is. Thanks, Joe. And aside from the news that Joe just reported, it's a sad day for Patriots fans as Tom Brady announced that he is not going to be playing in Foxborough for the 2020 season. It's somewhat certain that Brady is going to be going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the first time he won't be wearing a Patriots uniform. This could lead the Buccaneers to a Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay as well this year. While Tom hasn't signed a contract yet, we'll see where he can lead the Buccaneers team in 2020. Additionally, the Rams have dropped running back Todd Gurley and linebacker Clay Matthews in a shocking move as the Rams needed to clear cap space and chose to release these two players. The cap space is currently taken up by quarterback Jared Goff, defensive tackle Aaron Donald, and receiver Brandon Cooks, who take up a lot of the Rams' cap space. We'll keep you updated on Gurley and Matthews' whereabouts, as they are both now free agents. A coronavirus update from the NBA, coming to you right after this. And now some NBA coronavirus news. On Tuesday, players on the Brooklyn Nets tested positive for COVID-19. 
Three of these players have not been identified, but the fourth has been identified as Kevin Durant. Durant and three other players are asymptomatic currently, and all four players are in mandatory isolation, while the rest of the team, as well as the Los Angeles Lakers, who played the Brooklyn Nets in the last game before the season was postponed, are in self-quarantine. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio has said that the testing, the entire team was not an efficient action. The team doctors have gone along with the testing and are awaiting the final results. There's also some coronavirus news from the NFL, as New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton is the first member of the NFL community to contract the coronavirus. Payton, who's 56, is resting at home and taking things slowly. And that about wraps up today's episode. If you enjoyed, please leave a follow, drop a comment, DM us on social media at the Sports Cube Podcast, or even leave us an audio message that we can answer here on the show using the Anchor audio message feature. Anyways, thank you for listening. And of course, till next time, peace out.